It's Radio Free Topag, and I'm Audrey. I'm Donovan. Every week, we sit down to do this show, and we go, who is the intro? Who is the intro last week? And then we have to listen to it. I'm just going to do them now for the main feed. It's history in the making. History in the making, folks. Behind the scenes, you're seeing how the sausage is made here at the top of the show. We just made a real premium sausage just now. And you're not even on the Patreon necessarily. And you get to see that super special behind the scenes director's cut of an intro. (laughs) Director's cut sausage. Director's cut sausage. Because directors (laughs) are just, they're great at hacking up them, them casings. And that's what it's all about here on Radio Free Topeg. And guests. And this week, we're very excited from Twitter, from writing, from uh, now our podcast. We've got Merritt K with us. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I think I'm best known for my appearance on um, on this podcast. For sure. And I mean, it's (laughs) it's crazy how much of a boost this show gives you that actually mid recording. Your fame numbers start to go up. It's wild. People can sense it, you know, (laughs) that's true. I was having a conversation with somebody, a friend of ours, who is a, uh, we'll say local musician, somebody who's like in the scene where they live. Uh, And we were talking about, it was Tom York, and we were talking about how, like, there was a show that they were trying to get on, and the booker was like, yeah, we'll have you out, it's no problem. um, They gave him a date, and then the flyer comes out and they're not on the bill, and they're like, hey, what the fuck? And they go, oh, you don't have a Facebook page. So we couldn't, we didn't book you. What? What? Yeah. And, and then we got to talking about how social media has created a situation where there is a, there is a number associated with what you are expected to be able to pull in. Yeah. As opposed to just taking a chance on somebody or just listening to the work that they do. You like bring people onto things based on those numbers so what you're saying is if i don't bring in x amount of listeners then you're retroactively unbooking me yeah right okay all right all right i'm just i gotta warm up bring my my a game we appreciate it listen we both have like 300 followers on twitter you're in the big leagues (laughs) yeah my my uh, 60,000 bots that follow me just tweet at me every day. Hey, blue sky, or uh, hey, Bitcoin zero one plus two. Like that one reply that is just in everyone's mentions. Now, PW. Yeah, password, here's game. the password for my Bitcoin wallet. Like, oh, thanks. Good thanks, God. God. What a nice uh, guy. Yeah, I've, I've had to kind of. I've just haven't been opening Twitter a whole lot recently. Between all the bot spam and the fucking insane transphobia and the Nazis at the top of every single reply. I'm just chilling over on Blue Sky now, which yeah. is also chaos in its own way, but it's like it's like tiny little chaos. Skeet skeet. Skeet skeet yeah. indeed. Yeah, it's mostly just people arguing about uh what kind of vibe they want, you know, how how cl- how <laughs> whether you should be able to say that someone should be personally 9/11, that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> That that has been I, I well we both got on around the same time Audrey and I a couple yep. weeks ago, and initially I was just horny posting because I was like, what else are you going to do on this tiny platform? Yeah, you're Maybe. free, right? Right. I was hoping I'd get a hundred followers. I promised to post ass at a hundred. I'm at like sixty five. We're not quite there yet. 
And uh, if you're a listener and you're on the Bluesk, fucking subscribe to me. I've got the Bluesk, a, I've got I like a that. Great ass. Great ass and great <laughs> knack for shortening words like that, like like Bluesk. But yeah, it's been all like discourse for the past week. And then it was yep. like Twitter I would get on and try to like chill scroll, I call it, when I'm just trying to read some dumb shit. And it's all bad shit there. And then yep. on Blue Sky, it's all it's all discourse around like, yeah, what's the, the the vibe of this website needs to be X, Y, or Z. And I'm just like, can't we all just get along and get me to 100 followers? That's so <laughs> Can much we all to ask? just come together for a cause, you know? To, to see, see a like life phase or something, but for just for 100 followers. Yeah. For 100 I'll followers. The, I'll do Sharpie and the Pooper for 1,000. I forgot about that. Didn't you promise Sharpie and the Pooper when we started the show for some metric? For some metric. I want to say it was some Patreon goal. Or no, it was a Patreon tier where I would send you Sharpie and the Pooper. Oh. I believe it was $25. $25 for Sharpie and the Pooper. Do you want to add that as a tier? <laughs> you want to add a tier where you send people a picture of a Sharpie in your butt for $25? <laughs> you get a new one every month. You, oh, 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 you get to pick the color of Sharpie. Okay. Wow. That's fucking premium. See, that's the kind of input that uh, audiences nowadays crave they from crave their it. content creators, right? Yes. They need to feel that sense of investment in, yeah. in the product that you're providing we'll give, them. We'll give you, that's also a shout out. We'll do all previous tiers and we'll give you an executive producer credit. Executive producer yeah. making decisions of what color marker to put in Audrey's ass. <laughs> what about one of these wide sharpies? Ooh, I could do that. Jesus, yeah. that's, chisel that's no tip. That's no problem. Damn, folks, fucking... I'm storing furniture back there. It don't fucking matter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, what an intro to a show this week. I was in a sour mood because I thought I found an apartment, and then they allowed dogs but not cats, and that's fucking insane. What? Uh, I, right? I don't I've, understand. We never no, heard this. No, 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 no. The social contract is we allow cats but not dogs. Yes. Right. I'm like, saying it's discriminatory against people with good taste in animals. I mean, Absolutely. I love dogs too, but I've never, like, what? what's the reasoning there? I could not figure it out. I tried I've, to, like, talk to the, the per, like, the real estate person or whatever helped me, and I was like, can you... Did they say that specifically? And she was like, I don't understand why. Maybe the guy's got an allergy or something. This is like oh. a four unit building and it's like an attic unit. It's like, that I don't think it could be an allergy. Cat, it could also be that he had you. a previous tenant with a cat piss problem. Oh. And now he's, he's gun shy about cat that. That could be it. Yeah. But dogs carry way more piss. Dogs have like at it's least not four times the it piss cleans capacity. Up, it cleans up so much easier. Okay, it gets out fair. of carpet easier. His cat piss is fucking gnarly. I just, I was tempted just to email him a picture of Pickle and be like, come on, man. Come on. Come Look on, at this man. little guy. She ain't gonna piss nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's our our deranged intro here at the top has put me in a better mood. Um, Merritt, believe it or not, this is a show about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have said in the beginning, but do you do you want to, uh, for folks who don't know you, do you want to do kind of a, a, an intro? I, uh, yeah. Um, what, kind of, what are you about? What what's am going I about? On? What are, what's my philosophy? I mean, kill everyone now. Definitely. Kill just got, got everyone now. Just got this podcast demonetized. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, I once posted uh, someone. I was doing that like anonymous question thing on Instagram a few weeks ago. And someone mm -hmm. said like, what is your philosophy? And I just quote, you know, 
were like replied on like my story with kill everyone now and uh instagram uh believe it or not didn't love that oh. they uh they were like wow you violated our community agreements and it's uh like, I, no i quoted john waters film. well first of all i don't think saying kill everyone now should be against any kind of thing because like <laughs> You're not, not hating a group. You're not yeah. targeting yeah. a specific person. The odds that you'll be able to carry that out successfully are fairly low. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's just kind of egalitarian. But, um, <laughs> yeah, what was the – I'm talking about myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah so I, um, I think we're getting a pretty good cross-section We're getting a picture. <laughs> I'm painting a word picture for you. I am um, – yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I'm actually today, as of this recording, I'm at my second last day at my job. I've been working at a – uh, video games media site for the past four years okay. and uh fan bite right? fan bite uh i'm not don't go there though um oh okay disregard yeah. disregard I mean, you, you can go there if you want but i won't be working there anymore uh, uh sorry to hear that that shit fucking sucks that's yep. no you know what it's cool um i had a great run there and uh i've just been yeah the past few years i've just been you know writing about games streaming podcasting i have a book coming out i can talk about later and um Hell yeah. yeah, I've kind of just been bouncing around doing various stuff online. And I guess I'm getting to that point in my life where I'm like, God, I should like have a career, huh? I should, yeah, what I should I like, I should pick a lane, a huh? Yeah. I've just been <laughs> swerving wildly all across the road. Uh, I was like, DJ, no. And then yeah. I was like, what about stand up? And I was like, no. And I'm like, what about podcasting? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've I done. Gotta, I got to do something hard to monetize and entertainment <laughs> yeah. based. Yeah, it's got to be one of those. And right now yeah. I'm like, oh, writing. Maybe, you know, like sure. Like TV writing. That's in a great place right now. Um Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you could I scab. Mean, you yeah, could I could scab. scab. Exactly. <laughs> um Yeah, so I don't know. I I historically have spent too much time on Twitter, which I think is just why I that's the only reason why I have so many followers is just because I've wasted like such a large portion of my life hours that I will never get back. Um so yeah, I, it's really dispiriting sometimes when people are like, "Oh hey, you're married. I love you on Twitter," and I'm like, "I would love to be known for something." Else. <laughs> I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong, but like, God, I really gotta get my act together, huh? We love you 140 characters at a time. <laughs> Not 280 now, or uh, how many now, we're up yeah. to. No, I'm getting Twitter blue so I can just write like LinkedIn essays as tweets, uh, <laughs> uh, one sentence per paragraph break. <laughs> What a fucking nightmare. Uh, uh, well, we, yeah, I mean, it, it, even if you had a good run and all that, trying to find something new is always tough. So we, we hope to give you the RFTB bump. Yeah. That's what, that's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> the coveted <laughs> RFTB bump. We made John McAfee famous. We can do anything. <laughs> In a more on the topic uh, sense of things for the show, how's your how's your date in life going? Where are you where are you at in cool. the romance zone? Yeah, um, so I had a pretty bad and very sudden breakup about three months ago. Okay. Me too. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, fucking um, same actually. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Um, getting dumped by text is uh, never fun. Oh god, as I discovered uh, I had never that had never actually happened to me before. Um, but getting dumped by text while while your partner is on the other side of the country and then refuses to see you in person was Jesus. sort of a, a whole new thing for me. So uh, yeah, how long have you been seeing each other? Sorry, 
How long had you been seeing each uh, other? About a year and a half. Year and a you half. You can't text yeah. dump somebody after a fucking yeah. year and a half. That's wild. That yeah. sucks. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had like... We had gone on a date in like October, but like just one date and then didn't see each other for like two months. And then it was pretty intense from like January to like February thereabouts. Uh, so it was really like Oof. two months, but flamed out. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I've been on a few dates in the past couple of months. Um, I will say one thing I like about dating uh, when you've come off a bad breakup is that you have a ready-made infallible reason to stop seeing someone after any number of dates. Um, <laughs> and it, it won't hurt their feelings <laughs> as much as other things. Yes. And, and you can feel fine and you can, because you just, you break out. I'm sorry. I just don't think I'm ready to date yet. It's and, just uh, too soon. It's just too soon, you know? And, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I went on some dates with some people who I, you know, were seemed really cool, and uh, and it wasn't, you know, anything with them. And to to some extent, I think that was true that I just wasn't ready yet. But it just is nice to yeah. at least have that to be like to not have to come out with something like ah, oh, you know what, to not have to come out and say if you were in that situation where it was someone who you actually didn't gel with, like I don't really like you, right? Um, to just that be able to be sucks. like. I'm uh, I'm just, I just, I have to work on myself right now. You know, I'm just right. still dealing with this, this pain, this river of it's pain. It's really just not the right time. It's, really it, you know, in the, time. in a different season, maybe um, <laughs> it's a season of healing. Um, <laughs> no, no, but yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like, I was on apps for a while. I deleted them all again because I hate them. They I hate apps shit. so yeah. much. They're so them. bad. Everyone says this, but it's true. And I keep seeing ads for them on the train here in New York. And I'm just like, get these sh fucking ads out of my face. <laughs> Tinder, like, oh, up. Like, go on a cute astrology date or have toothbrushes at each other's house. Fuck you, man. Not, that's not happening. <laughs> never happening for me. Yeah, they have all these like quirky ads now and like one of them like I, there's like a phrase it's like a template phrase and then they like fill in the end of it and one of them is just like having toothbrushes at each other's house or something and it's like all right guys like, that's the thing right. that i dream of yeah right when i'm feeling lonely after a break i broke up like what is it i don't know two and a half two months ago two and a half months ago and that's what i'm always thinking of is damn i miss having a toothbrush in another location yeah <laughs> i mean mine's mine's still mia it's lost in the field God, no. But I mean, it's just, it was just a regular toothbrush, but um, it's not like an, one of those electric ones. So. Have you ever had a drawer in a partner's dresser? I have never had a drawer. Um, that shit rocks, actually, because you're like I, uh, storing clothing at there. Wow. The I've had, I had skincare. I had some basically okay. skincare stuff, go. so I didn't have to carry all of my stuff over. Um, but that's, that's as far as, as I've gotten. I think maybe the most intimate thing that you could have at a partner's house would be like a CPAP machine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A dialysis kit at my, at my <laughs> Iron lung. <laughs> a hyperbaric chamber. I can't look at the huge hunk of metal fucking pressurized chamber in the corner without thinking about her. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
Well, that's rough. We we give you solidarity on the breakups because, yeah, we're also dealing with this recently. Uh, I was actually living with this partner first time doing that, and I'm trying to find another apartment. I guess I mean, I've been doing a a running segment I call breakup date, but I guess I've dragged this intro out a bit. We got to ask you for your embarrassing story, too. So quick, a quick edition of breakup date here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I thought I found an apartment and it didn't work out and I feel bad uh, and shit sucks. But at least I would say it's better than a month ago for sure. And I've, I've been on some dates that have been good. And that's been breakup date. Hell Everyone's yeah. favorite segment. Um, and that concludes break update. Merritt, we got to hit you with our follow-up then. Yes, our, our, our classic questions for new guests. Uh, can we get an embarrassing dating or relationship story from you? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can. Um, oh, thank you. This was, uh, would have been about two years ago before I started dating my, my last uh, partner. And um, <laughs> no, no, I like oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm being, look, look how big I am. I'm so like, no, no, it's don't go her no, after I've told you this horrible thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I went on a date with this guy um, and he was like, oh, do you want to like, I forget. I think it must've been a Tinder thing or something. And uh, he's like, oh, do you want to go to this bar in Manhattan? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I don't, you know, I live in Brooklyn, but it's not too hard for me to get there. So I was like, yeah, no, I've, you know, I want to go to try a new place. And I sort of like glanced at what it was just to like get directions and stuff. And I was like, okay, it's sort of like a gothy kind of bar. Like, that's cool. I'm sort of goth adjacent. Um, And uh, so I got there and uh, it was called Beetle House. That's fun. And, uh, it was a Tim Burton themed bar. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Audrey's on board. <laughs> for the for the cringe, for the pure fucking. And uh, <laughs> so it's a Tim Burton themed bar. <laughs> and um, wh- you might ask, like, well, what does that mean? Uh, well, first of all, definitely not like licensed, so they can't actually use the yes. names of anything. Oh, hell yes. Um, but there were drinks on the menu that were all like. I can't remember the names of the drinks, but they all had dry ice in them just to have it like coming out of the glass, like smoking. And uh, you put one of those on the menu. You don't you'd think a- like, you'd think, right? Like, okay, so it's a, it's a Tim Burton themed bar. It's called Beetle House. So there's going to be like a guy dressed as Beetlejuice, like kind of like walking around. Right. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I think they do have a guy like that, but I think he was off that night. And who they yeah. had instead was a guy dressed like, um, Willy Wonka from the Tim Burton. <laughs> oh no! Wow, the very so upsetting to, one. You have to have. Is it, was this was a first date? It was a first date. Yeah. So you're on your first date, and there's a man dressed like William Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> William Wonka is the third. Yeah. The creepy bug-eyed Johnny. It's Johnny Depp, right? The Johnny Depp Willy uh, Wonka uh, walking around, sort of like prancing around, doing so bits. Much Depp. He loves and, the prance. Uh, I hadn't really had like a mixed drink in a long time. I'm sort of like a beer and wine person mainly. Sure. Yeah. So I got so drunk that <laughs> immediately after leaving the bar, I fell over and like tore my knee open on the sidewalk Ow! and it was just bleeding all over the place. 
And uh, I still have a scar from that. <laughs> and it's like every time I look at my knee when I'm wearing shorts, I'm just like reminded of the Tim Burton <laughs> Beetle Bar first date. Uh, there was no second date. Um, you know, I'm sure he was uh, he was he was cool, but uh, it, it just it was not to be. You know, two ships, two ships in the night, and uh, at, at the Beetle House. So. I don't no, know no, if it still I exists. I don't scar. know if it made it all the way through the pandemic. This would have been, yeah, 2021. So we were a ways in at that point. So I feel like they must have if they were around yeah. at that point. I'm trying, trying to, to find this out. Formulate. Beetle House, NYC. Yes, apparently opens at 4 p.m. Thursday. Okay. That's Just a weekend spot, yeah. Beetle House, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I'm looking at pictures. There's like a big Jack Skelly man on the... Oh, yeah. On the... Oh, this is this is a lot. I was picturing this being a lot, but listener, if you you should look this up. Look up Manhattan Beetle House. This is uh, a lot of, like, purple lighting. A lot Come on, of, now we got plenty of snakes and lizards for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit on the walls. Yeah, a lot of black light, like, just all kind of... Yeah. I'm good. kind of tempted to go back now, to be honest. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, you know what? Actually, maybe that was. Yeah, up. Maybe, maybe I should go back. So I should bad. go back to the Beale House. I should see what's up. <laughs> Fun. Maybe this fucking at the rips. Scar. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've had. It's rare that we get an injury story for the embarrassing stories. And well, we've had people all... get blood poisoning. We've had people. You know, oh wait, that was that. That was like that first one we got. I forgot about that. Yeah. Somebody got dang blood poisoning from what? Yeah, we had a listener on who like fingered a partner or got fingered and she had like a cut on her finger, right? Audrey, yeah. she got blood, blood poisoning. poisoning from the pussy. It was Jeez. somebody from what the uh, fuck? It was one of the gals from the Anarcho Agony Ants. Insane, horrible thing to have happen on a date. But you, wow. you join our elite core of uh, of injuries. Yeah. We, you get a purple heart. Dating is a full contact color. sport, you know? It's what true. color heart do you get for getting injured on a date? I think purple heart was good. I think you had it right yeah. there. And we've got brown heart for like the bodily fluid ones, like the <laughs> burger story or like Sid's story about the boogers on the wall of the boyfriend at the time. Good God. Memory lane. Love it. Memory. We got to do a super cut of stories at some time. That'd be great. Well, thank you for sharing. And now that we know that you are uh, resilient merit bouncing back from a breakup and from a, a gashed knee and the ill-fated date at the tim burton beer wait cocktail hall uh i feel like you're qualified to answer questions with us how do oh, you yeah. feel about getting oh, yeah. to some of these listener questions yeah yeah i feel good i feel i'm channeling my my inner dan savage and oh. uh, yeah you know good giving um, game yeah it gets better it gets better and uh <laughs> I, I can't even make a good Dan Savage joke. It's been so long since I lived in Seattle and paid any attention to him. Fun fact, we beat him on the charts by two places one time. I have Hell. a screenshot somewhere. Yes. Suck on that, Dan. Who's savage now? Suck on that temporarily. It's Radio Free Tote Bag. Yeah, I don't know how long that lasted. All right, well, let's get to some questions. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, woo, tally-ho! What's up there, listener? It's me, Donovan Wonka. I'm wearing a big top hat, and I got weird bug glasses. I'm spinning a cane around. 
ooh, hop on in my glass elevator and let me take you to a magical land called the Radio Free Tote Bag Patreon. Patreon. You're familiar with the delights from my factory, like chocolate-covered bees and everlasting gob stoppers uh, and an episode that comes on the main feed each week. Ooh, wonder if you'll get the golden ticket in the in the main episode. But the real golden ticket is getting a bonus episode each week, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash RFTB. For $5 a month, you get access to the relationship and dating podcast factory. You get the, and if you're the top patron and we die, then you get to own the factory and get your grandparents out of bed. <laughs> Patreon.com slash RFTB. Do what I say, because I'm I'm kind of a scary character. I'm a little menacing. That's me, Wonka, Donovan Wonka. That's all the references I have to Willy There's Wonka. There's really no way of knowing where this Patreon <laughs> ad is going. <laughs> Not a, not a speck of light is showing, so the number of patrons must be growing. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Whoa! Whoa! Let's open up this pit. Let's open and up by this pit. pit. I mean, the question box, because this is the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us and we will do our best to answer them. If you are new or if you have forgotten, you can find a link to the question box on our social media at RFTBpod on Instagram and Twitter or our website, RFTB.me. You could also email RadioFreeTopeg at gmail.com and send a voice recording of a question. No one has done it yet, but you could be the first. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine. Your voice up here with the greats. Can you? I can't even. I can't even fathom. There's only one way to find out. Uh, <laughs> but we got lots of questions written in this week. And Audrey, which one are we going to start out with first? How do I find a Warhammer 40k type GF? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. You're looking right at her, listener. <laughs> I bought Bolt Gun, and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the whole question game. that's the whole, that's the whole question. question how do i and get this came today type gf this was definitely after you retweeted merit do you do you play 40k not in many many moons i played it when i was a kid <laughs> yeah um and uh what was your faction uh, I played Chaos Space Marines because okay, it was CSM edgy and there. it was the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Fair, enough, fair enough. I was uh, uh, Adeptus Astartes. I was the classic Space Marines. Oh, that was right. The they renamed. I love how they came out and came up with names for everything because they're like, fuck, we can't trademark we can't. Space Marines. We can't trademark Imperial <laughs> can't Guard. Trademark Imperial so we'll, call Guard. Them, we'll call them the Astra Militarum. Also, we just stole Eldar from Tolkien, so they're the Eldari. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Which is like Drew Carey. <laughs> I know nothing about this franchise other than like the the it's the like there's a fash association with one of the factions or something. Well, with uh, about half of the factions are fall under the Imperium of Man, which is fascist as fuck. I see. It's funny because like the whole thing started as like an '80s like 
goofy British nerdy lads kind of thing, and it didn't take itself very seriously at all. Like it was very jokey, and I liked uh, it. it was sort of in that like uh like Judge Dredd kind of like yeah. that same space. Um, and then as it went on, it just kind of became more and more serious. Yeah. And uh, so it got to the point where like yeah, people are seeing like these cool like Roman esque guys like superhumans and they're like yeah those guys are cool and they they want to exterminate all you know all non-believers everything's different from them yeah oh, so like God. i think it is when games workshop is like no we don't believe in fascism it's like all right guys but like <laughs> and on the other hand you can also say like yeah but it's clearly like everyone in this universe is like terrible and awful yeah, and there uh, are no heroes and if you wanted, and if you said, if you were in the universe of Warhammer and you were like, how do I get a GF? Then a demon would probably possess your soul for doing that. Because <laughs> um, demons are going to get you for like reading a book, for being yep. too mad, for not brushing your teeth enough. It's all kinds of stuff. It's, <laughs> or it's having cool sex. Or having like cool sex. Demons will get you for that too. Yeah. Um, how do you find a Warhammer type GF? What, what would the type be for a, like... Well, I don't know. What's the vibe on a? Let me just go ahead and push up my glasses. Like, I don't know. Warhammer is so weird now because, like, for a while, like, I don't know if this person wants someone who specifically plays that war game or just someone who is like into the world. Because I was, I think there are so many more of those people now because wargaming is like a really stupid, expensive, time-consuming hobby. They have priced it out of possibility for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I would do that. I would. You know, yeah. I would sit down once and in a while. I think thing. about it, but I'm just but like, like, fuck, I cannot justify $50 for 10 little plastic guys, 10 little plastic guys that then you will spend like how, how long? I mean, but that's the fun part, right? Is like putting them together and painting them and guys. stuff. And if I had but, a uh, taste for the hobby, I like the right. game more than the hobby. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's so many like, like for a while there, there were like no Warhammer video games. And now there are like an infinite number of them if you go and on steam there's just like uh this one you're an orc who cooks for goblins <laughs> and yeah. uh blood and teeth yep. this one you're uh, a space marine who's doing therapy it's a serious visual novel uh, <laughs> no matter what you say you get exterminatist or whatever um yeah. fucking battlefleet gothic yeah, yeah, there's got fleet games. Got a fucking game. Like the one of the most obscure possible little things. It's like like space battles set in 40k, which was not a mainline thing. Right. Got its was, own video game. Is this just a gamer girl they're looking for then? I guess. I mean, like I it's, I've it's seen... a deeper, less deodoranted level. Yeah, <laughs> they want a girl who stink good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> You want pussy from a girl who stinks it. Um, maybe that's what they're secretly trying to ask. But uh, I don't know. I mean, like there are people. I've seen, I I've I have mutuals. I feel like on Twitter who are who are into Warhammer. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, it's that it classic like. thing, right? Of like, of like the geeky guy who's like, how do I find a girl who's like into my interests? And right. uh, a, and a lot of the time, it's like, okay, well. I think in a relationship, like you kind of have to be willing to have different interests and to like find the places where those merge. Um, Because if you're looking for someone who's just into the same things as you, that's probably not going to be super easy, especially if you're looking into something like like Warhammer, which is like there are women who are into it, but like probably I would guess the gender balance is like pretty skewed. Yep, Um, that's the impression I have. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like just 
it's been time on twitter i guess or like in yeah. forums or that's like, all i can think is community is like that yep. yeah hang out, out at places hang out at your your local card game or your local game store yeah. um, your lgs yeah we have hang some really nice LGS. ones in new york that those places too have become much less uh for better or for worse much less foul than they used to be. Yeah. And I will say, I kind of miss how disgusting and, and scary comic shops used to be because it felt like you were doing something transgressive by going in there. Yeah. But it is nice to have good lighting and to be in a place that has an espresso machine and there are like kids and older people in there and it doesn't feel like uh, anyone's going to get sexually assaulted. Um, that is a it's pro. like It's nice. Those are all pros, right? Those are all great vibes. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, getting I think just getting out of your house and going places like that is probably going to yeah, help. I'd set your sights on Magic the Gathering. You want a Magic the Gathering oh, type game. Okay. That's what you need. That there is going to be a broader field, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a much broader field and that also contains me and they just banned Invoke Despair. It's never been a better time to play standard. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck that card. <laughs> fuck that card. How the fuck are you going to draw three, deal Duh, six damage? I played Mono Black. I cast Invoke Despair for yeah, five. Flipped, you lose. Uh, oh, yeah. I just topped Invoke Despair, and now I win. Fuck um, yourself. Duh, I play Shogarath for four, then Invoke Despair for five. I'm so good at magic. I'm so fucking good. I just um, curved I, out so I stopped. fucking hard. I, um, I played magic briefly for like a couple of months last mm. year, and then I was like, I have to stop. This is yeah. not good for me. I joined a league. <laughs> oh. It's a league for people of marginalized genders. It's pretty cool. Wow. Um, for mages. Mages of <laughs> marginalized, <laughs> marginalized genders. Marginalized genders, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to go. So, like, you, you're filtering too much, I feel like, if you're like, yeah, I need a yeah. Warhammer 40K GF. Like, there might only be a handful of those. And who knows yeah. if you're even in your city and you're compatible and all this Local stuff. Local Warhammer GFs in your Start, area. <laughs> Start <laughs> like expanding that action. filter. Yeah. Look for, like, card gamers generally. Find, find a, a honey who plays bridge. Huh? Expand yeah. that game filter. Or uh, wait, wait, wait! I just got another idea. Go into archive of our own. Okay. And okay. search for Warhammer fanfic. Yeah. And then start following people who write that oh, and like leaving comments. Like, I just think you're so talented. And this, I love your <laughs> your Angmar, Fulgrim fan fiction. It's so great <laughs> the way you just just have these primarchs getting together. Um, because that might you know might find someone there. Damn, girl, your diction is flames. Can I get that number? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I hit on writers. That's my tried and true line. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what diction is exactly, but I do know it's something to do it's with words. It begins with, words. with the words. Yeah. You know? It begins <laughs> with words. <laughs> well, I think this is potentially the second week in a row that we've gotten onto magic. And yeah. Probably more than that because Audrey is yes a, a, a big fan and sometimes I the also guest is also have an ADHD hyperfixation on Magic the Gathering right now. So you got magic, I got I got birds. Well, you know what? You gotta birds. let us go on our tangent sometimes. I just like birds. I just think they're cool little birds critters. Are cool. Are you a birder? I need to get back. I was birder as a kid. I had a birding phase. I would mm. go out with a bunch of 80-year-olds in the woods in Arkansas, and I would say, that's a Carolina chickadee. 
and I would sketch them very poorly because I don't really have visual art abilities and never really have. But uh, I feel like they're coming back into vogue a little bit. I've actually brought it up on a couple dates in the past couple weeks. and Yeah, birds. People receptive to the bird. People are, uh, people are into birds for sure. Let's let's end that question on that. Bail on a 40k GF, get you a bird you a type bird. GF. Mm. Tweetly, tweet, tweet. Okay, uh, here goes another question. Okay. And, and I'm picking what that is. They got all tangented because of the birds. Check this out. Hey, Audrey and Dono, what's up? Hello. I'm having trouble meeting and keeping new friends. The same thing happens every time. I meet a new person or they reach out. We have a couple interactions. Everything seems good. We both leave on a positive note with plans to follow up. A week or two goes by. I reach out again and they don't seem interested in doing anything anymore. I don't have many friends anymore and it feels very demoralizing having this happen very often. Any advice? Thanks. I think... Yes, that you Audrey. are perhaps reading their disinterest more than exists. Mm. I think that you have a good interaction with somebody. You go, you hang out, and then you have, like, there's, like, the enthusiasm in the moment of, yeah, we should definitely, you know, let's do this again. Let's go, you know, whatever. Let's go back to the LGS to play some 40K again. Uh, and then you reach out, and they're like, ah, I don't know, work's really crazy this week. And you take that to mean I never want to fucking see you again. Get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. But this life is so fucking hectic and it's just impossible to like, it's really fucking hard to maintain friendships. And you just like, it requires an amount of perseverance and dedication to making the hangout happen. Right. That, um, that I, I don't know that I don't think I'm seeing out of you champ. I, I try to play by the rule of just give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't, yeah. don't assume bad intention with these things. Uh, cause like, especially as you get older, I don't know, people got shit going on. If it's a new friend, you don't typically meet somebody and then you hang out every single week. Like right. it might be a month or two before you're able to hang out again, but just, you know, stay in touch and, and throw suggestions their way. And yeah, sometimes the other person, and it might not even be personal, but just has too much shit going on and right. they're a lower priority cause they just met you. And like, that's, that's okay. Don't let that get to you too much. Um, but just, you know, keep asking them to do stuff. If they keep saying no, you know, maybe don't do it so frequently or, uh, you know, be, be asking other people. Um, but I, I think what you're describing is 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 pretty normal. It is just kind of challenging to meet new friends if you don't have like a regular thing, like an activity or something that you're doing each week that you both are like set to be there with the schedule. Uh, so just, you know, keep trying to ask people and try to meet other people, but don't, don't let that get to you the way Audrey is, is, is saying, yeah. cause that's just going to make everything harder. Cause you're going to feel like shit. Everyone's so like, everyone's got so much stuff going on. Right. Um, and even beyond the, like, be kind to people for, you don't know, like everyone's dealing with a burden. It's not even like necessarily that it's just like. Just like be patient with people because yeah. they've just got a lot of shit going on and some of it's good and some of it's bad, right? Yeah. Especially meeting people as an adult, you're like, there's this inertia, right? Where you're trying to, you, you know, both people could be trying to make this work, but they're also working against the established habits that they have and like the established right. friend groups and stuff. And they're trying to overcome that to be like, 
okay, how are we going to fit into each other's lives? And uh, that isn't an easy thing to do. Like, you know, by the time you're an adult, if you already have like your patterns of behavior that you do or like the people you hang out with, changing that can be really difficult. And like, I definitely yes. empathize with that because I'm kind of the same way. I'm uh, someone who is really good at just like hanging out with people uh, at a party or like once or twice and then like often forgets to or like has difficulty building that into like a longer term like just yeah hanging out on like a regular basis um so yeah be patient with other people and i guess like be patient with your or like be be gentle with yourself to be earnest for a second here you know just like yeah. it's tough out there and and reading trying to read other people's minds like you were saying about like ass assuming too much uh is only going to make it more difficult for sure. I was going to say, what's that like being gentle with yourself? I am unfamiliar with uh, that concept. <laughs> well, I just tried it for the first time and, uh, oh, it was awful. Uh, <laughs> I'm revolted. God, I just like forgave myself. Yeah. It just takes some what's practice. Like? Also, like, I, I don't know. That's something I've, I've been working on generally. And it can be tough with things like this. Like, say you're feeling really lonely or in a new city or something. You're trying to make new friends. And what you're describing happens. You've, like, hung out with somebody a couple times. It's been great. And you're like, nice. Like, I've got this new friend. I've got somebody to do stuff with. Let's, let's do that. Good times. When then you try to set something up and they can't make it work or whatever, like that, that you know, that sucks. And it's okay for that to suck. It, sure, it, it's yeah. not personal. It's not reflective of you necessarily they probably just have something going on but it does suck to be like shit i want to go hang with people and i'm in a place that i can't right now but like you can't add to that suck with then this is because i'm a bad person or this right. is because people think i'm weird or whatever there's something it is wrong with me there's like because how did how did they phrase it it's like this always happens and it's mm, just gonna yeah. keep happening and that's you know and what I'm getting at is you don't have to all or nothing. Like, actually, it's it's all fine. Because, like, that does that does suck. It's hard to meet people. And that can yeah. be a really stressful and frustrating experience. But just don't work on not adding on top of that bad feelings that are coming from you also. Because that's not fucking getting you any closer to the goal of, like, being around people more. If anything, it's going to make it harder to meet people and get out. Because maybe you right. start getting fucking depressed. And then it's hard to muster up the energy to get out or to message people because you're anticipating rejection and all this stuff just you know it can be trite to be like be nice to yourself and all of that but it, it it's a thing you got to practice that's a really important thing to work on so if you're finding yourself beating yourself up on top of all of this and you know wow what could did i say something weird what could the reason have been like all of that stuff you're just making yourself feel worse and that's not helping anything so just keep on trying and also like, I don't know, I've got friends that I only see a couple times a year from, from moving so much, you know, we won't talk for a couple months. Just like if you've got somebody and you've got along well, like send them a song in the middle of the week. If you've got yes. something you think they'd like, or like a stupid Memes. meme or something, yeah. just keep a little bit of a, doesn't have to be a big, long conversation every time, but that's just like a, Hey, I appreciate you. I'm thinking about you. Here's, Check this shit out. This seems like something you'd like. And it just kind of keeps the contact going in a way that's not too clingy. Or, too, you know, if you find yourself yeah. trying to make plans and they keep not being able to, you know, there's still some connection happening there without feeling like you're hounding the person because you, yeah. you definitely don't want to do that. Nailed it.
Shit's yeah. tough though. We fucking empathize with you and uh wish you luck. And I don't know. We'd say this every fucking time this kind of question comes up, but like find some activities you like doing. Then you got a thing that happens on a regular basis. You see people on a regular basis. I think that's another good strategy. Start playing oh, yeah. Warhammer. <laughs> Start playing Warhammer. Tying it back in. Okay. All right. What else we got? Do we want to get a little... This one's maybe a little heavy. Talk Ooh. about gender dysphoria and shit. You want to get into that shit? Let's get heavy with it. I'm, I'm putting on my weight belt. My emotional <laughs> weight belt. Wow. Question for the show. I just recently passed my one-year anniversary of having vaginoplasty. I alternate between moments of feeling great progress and long stretches of dysphoria. I don't regret it at all, and it was a net positive, but weeks slash months of bleeding, physical therapy, and constant doctor's appointments didn't leave much time or energy for connecting with my new body. I'm in a monogamous relationship, and my partner would love to help, but I'm not sure what I need or want from them. I've been a transsexual woman for over five years, so I've reworked my relationship with my body multiple times, uh, but this hump has proved more difficult than ever. Please let me know if you have any suggestions on activities, items, resources, or anything else that might help. Thanks for the great show. Thank you for calling it great and for writing us a question. Definitely. We appreciate that. That sounds real stressful. That sounds, yeah, wow. especially all the doctor's visits and stuff, like regardless of... Yeah, the, I mean, it's not doctor's fun visits doctor. in any context that many it's in a row. So it's fucking like, draining. oh man, yeah. it's rough. <sighs> so like, I, I have not had vaginoplasty, but I am sort of learn like relearning my relationship with my body all the time. I think, you know, trans folks, we do that. And I think the thing that has been most useful, particularly with beating dysphoria, is just continuing to try new elements of femininity on to be like, I'm going to do it this way. We're going to wear my hair this way. I'm going to part my hair a different way. I'm going to get different accessories. I'm going to just, you know, tr put new things on and see how they feel. And I wonder if there's a way to kind of relate that to the, like the physicality of like post vaginoplasty to just like engage with yourself in new and different ways to try to to try that on you know what i'm saying feeling stuff mm. out yeah mm. i feel like just not rushing yourself too. true even if that's understandable here for the reasons we were just getting at like it is exhausting to go through medical procedures and you know everything else assigned with uh or, you know you go through with transitioning and you're in a relationship on top of this like that is that is a lot and i can understand just being like I just want to feel good. You know, right. I just want to be where I want to fucking be. It sucks being in kind of that, that limbo or still in the place of figuring things out. Um, but you're, you know, you're doing the goddamn thing and that's admirable. And you should make sure you're giving yourself credit for that. Even if you're not at the place you want to be as, as quickly as you would like to be like, I don't know, give yourself the understanding that this takes time. I'm wondering what they're talking about with the with the partner, um, like articulating what the partner could do to help. It sounds like they're struggling with, and then maybe you're worried that like, I don't know, I don't know where you're at with the healing process or just like mm -hmm. navigating sexuality now that you've you've had this change to your body. 
I don't know then if you're stressing that like I'm not giving my partner enough or I haven't figured this out. Yeah. So they're not sexually fulfilled or, or all of that. Just like try to take a step back and make sure you're communicating with them too. like all of this stuff that just it's taken time to figure this out. You're feeling exhausted by all these procedures. Um, and even if it's not that you can designate, like, can you specifically do this thing? I think just having them there to listen to you and to, you know, just, Hey, I'm here for you. Even if there's not a specific thing they can do, I would say like, make sure you're asking for that support. But yeah. I would, you know, I'd wonder more details on like exactly where the stress is around the relationship and. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, to riff on some of that, I, uh, I found this book, uh, like last year and then picked it up and then like fell off it almost immediately and then like but picked it up again recently and uh it's called the mindful self-compassion workbook and it's this kind of therapy that is about feeling compassion for yourself which we were kind of joking about earlier but is like actually really hard for a lot yeah. of people yeah and um a huge problem for me a lot of I haven't finished the whole thing, but it's like one of those like, you know, therapy work workbooks. So there's like exercises and stuff, but, sure. um, you know, they talk about one of the big things, one of the big elements of that is, uh, finding a sense of shared humanity when you're in a painful situation. So, um, like for me, when I've had, like, you know, when I've been in situations like with, you know, my recent breakup or like whatever, like other kinds of just psychic or emotional pain, um, trying to be like, okay, I am not the only person who has felt this, not in a sense of like diminishing it of like, oh, yeah. other people have it worse, but like, but like, wow, this feeling this way is like, connects me to humanity. It doesn't isolate yeah. me from it because it's so easy That's to want to retreat into yourself um, when you're in pain or when you're dealing with difficult feelings and to, to let those cut you off, to feel like you need to protect yourself. But, you know, it sounds like this person has a partner who, um, who wants to help and, and, you know, is in a caring relationship with them. And, um, maybe just trying to, you know, try some of that work to, to sort of think about like, okay, yeah, you're dealing with a lot right now. Um, how can you like feel that in a way that is affirming that you are a human being like all these other kinds of people? Like, you know, in this yeah. case, you might think, oh, this is a really specific situation and it's really like weird and, and um, singular, but like, there are so many people who have various kinds of struggles with their bodies and specifically with like their genitals who even, even people who aren't trans, like many people, yeah. you know, have all kinds of, um, of psychological or physical issues that, they deal with around that stuff and um even maybe just seeking out stories of other people's experiences around their their bodies yeah. um yes. could be helpful um but i would really recommend that book i think it's it's been really great for me and um if you are the kind of person who struggles with those with feeling you know uh tenderness towards yourself then um then i would definitely check it out I want to write this down too. I yeah. appreciate that. That's that's something I've been thinking a lot about, but I I feel like it'd be very helpful to have like exercises and kind of a direct way to like work through that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Because, yeah, beyond this situation, I feel like that just applies to any, I mean, even the person in the question before struggling to make friends, like any difficult situation like that, where you can just spiral and feel completely alone with it or not want to burden people or whatever your brain's doing that's that's negative and all of that. Um, Because, again, it can sound like a trite thing or it can be a difficult thing to do of like, just love yourself, just hold compassion for yourself, whatever. But it's something that's worth practicing. I mean, it takes it practice. Takes, yeah, it takes work for sure. Spe- especially if you got any kind of religious, you know, shame background is like the kind of shit I have yeah. to work through of like, no, other people have it worse. And so, you know, oh, I shouldn't be feeling bad about this. But Marion, I like, I like to focus on like switching that to, I have this thing in common with other people because I, I feel yes. like, I don't know, with something like this in particular, where there is this pain and confusion and what direction do I go, but also this sense of like, fuck, who can I even talk to about this? Who who would understand this, you know, can be such an isolating and alone type of feeling. And I feel like, yeah, even just looking into stories of other people's experiences recovering from this kind of surgery or looking in online communities for, uh, you know, other people who are, who are post-op or, you know, have navigated any other kind of, uh, uh, you know, just body dysphoric kind of stuff. There's like a lot of common threads there. And just knowing that other people have gone through that and are okay and found some way out of that, I, I, I feel like is, is reassuring. Or even yeah. just finding somebody that you can talk about this and, and they get it, you know? Yeah. It sounds like your partner would wants to, you know, be there for you too. And if even they don't have this specific kind of experience, like there are always commonalities between things like this and other just difficult things in life where difficulties, you know, around one's own body or recovering from, from you know, physical procedures so just make sure you're doing that outreach as best you can to your partner and to friends or any community that you can find. Um, Cause I think any kind of thing that you're trying to work through, it, it always helps quite a bit just to have other people that they get it. Even if they're not giving you direct advice or support, just somebody to fucking hear you and be like, sure. validate. Yeah, that sucks. You know, but you're doing the hard work of getting through it. So don't, uh, you know, don't be beating yourself up on top of uh, all the other stuff here. Um, trying to think of something here. Over five years now, this has been relatively recent. I, I would wonder too, with like, with your doctor, if there's any kind of recommendation you could get for therapy specific to this kind of thing or if they could mm. recommend a therapist that specializes in this kind of treatment um because i think therapy generally this seems like there's a good mental health component to this yeah. and i think it's a similar thing of like the more you could find somebody who understands this specific situation or one close to it i i feel like that support is going to be you know more more effective than just kind of regular therapy would be also um, but try to seek out those resources. You don't you don't deserve to have to just deal with this stuff by yourself. Yep. And uh you need you maybe need something a little more heavy duty than like writing into us, because we're gonna give you a <laughs> shot. But like yeah. 
this is heavy shit and uh you're you seem like you're you know moving in the right direction you know you don't you're not you know falling apart you're you know figuring out where to go and uh, i congratulate you on uh taking that step and uh i hope that the rest of your life is prosperous and good we believe in you yes send uh send us a follow-up too yeah if you if you if you have the chance because this is i don't know if we've gotten a question specifically on on post-op kind of uh, pain and like reconnecting with your body kind of stuff but i guarantee you there's other people out there who are feeling similar or maybe stressed about potentially getting that procedure and if you're able to find something that that helps you that works for you you know, I, I know we have other people on who listen to the show who will hear a follow up sometimes and or have gotten, you know, heard somebody's story that wrote in and it was able to, you know, mm-hmm. give them some direction. So, you know, we we wish you the best on this. We're sending you good energy. I'm giving you a classic podcast <laughs> salute and you can't see it, but trust me, it's there. Maybe you could hear the whoosh of the air over my hand. It was a str- Audrey's saluting you too. Multiple to salutes. Over, try to do it over the mic to get the to get a whoosh <laughs> noise. Nothing. You can't hear nothing. <laughs> uh, we believe in you though. Do we do we want to get one more in here? We've got a specific one for Merritt that's a stub that maybe yeah, we can yeah, hit out here. All right. Mary, check this out. Do you, Mary, do you think it's a red flag if your partner flosses twice a day? <laughs> <laughs> a, big, a big tone change. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, twice a day. Jeez. I mean, it's some, it's some real type A gotta be the best gotta optimize everything it's gotta find it you know what I mean? is that, is that yeah. optimized though because i feel like once a day is optimized two feels like you're pushing into the realm of floss mania <laughs> you know <laughs> like that's um i mean i floss once a day and i feel like people are like really you floss every day and i'm like yeah homie yeah, like i, I do it every day cup. it's it's every day man you know it's, it's every day um Twice a day. I can't imagine flossing twice. Like, it's so funny how once a day I've gotten to that point in my life where I'm just like, I do this. It's a habit that I've built. Yeah. And uh, and twice a day just seems like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's, it's completely <laughs> alien. Um, it's gratuitous. It's, yeah. It's, it's really like in this economy, you're flossing <laughs> twice a day. Western oh, decadence. Look at, look at Mr. Motherfucking uh, Infinite Miles hey, of String oh, over there. What you made of uh, minty uh, floss? <laughs> you made of dental oh, tape? I bet you got um, the wax stuff. I don't. The shred I don't fuck with the flavored. I gotta do the. I gotta do the unflavored wax yeah. plain stuff. Um, I have brace or I have a wire behind my teeth, so I have to buy the floss oh. that's like a little like uh, a plastic needle thing. that you have to push through. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm spending thousands of dollars on floss a year, basically. Um, <laughs> That's so much. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. 
but uh, it's worth back it. Back a day know? flosser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get one of them apps that shows how much money you save from not smoking, but it's about not flossing. Not flossing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Show your partner a like track how much they they spend on flossing. Like, look at how many cigarettes you could have bought if you hadn't been flossing. <laughs> um, I think it's probably fine, but uh, yeah, if, as long as they're not like getting distressed about it like oh, i didn't didn't floss twice today oh, like if they're if they're once. like if you're on vacation and they forget floss like watch them to see what they do and if they start they freaking the out about it then maybe something is up and yeah. uh they have some kind of condition possibly but uh beyond that i would say it's you know we've all got quirks right that's true some people floss twice a day some people uh you know, um, have have bodies in the basement, and <laughs> those are all those are equally normal. That's what I'm saying. Quirks. Those are equally normal. Uh, it takes all kinds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like twice a day would like fuck my gums up too. I feel like that's, yeah, I'd be toe watch, up. Be careful about your gums, homie. I yeah. like tore up. Because, you know, like dentists are like, you got to use the soft bristles. Actually, if you use the hard ones and you're brushing too hard, that could be what's causing your gums to recede. Making, they're just making stuff up at this point. They're just trying to see if you'll buy it. They're like, oh, you got to brush your tongue. Oh, you're brushing. I know people who they've been like, oh, you're brushing too hard or too much. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Like, I that's, thought that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you're you're doing it wrong or like. Come on, guys. You're just trying. Everyone basically got to the point where we're like, okay, we all brush our teeth. And they're like, fuck, they all started brushing their teeth. Damn. We gotta like come up with new stuff. <laughs> I, uh, I have ADHD and have had a hard time developing a habit around brushing my teeth. And so there were times in my life where it was neglected to whatever degree. Damn. And I finally made it into a dentist and I got everything set up. And he's like, honestly, Teeth ain't that bad. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I thought I was, I thought I was a bad tooth owner. I didn't think that I had it together at all. He's like, nah, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You know. I He's love like, a chill dentist. Chill dentist is He's cool. just like, like yeah, man, I don't care. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. Vin, whatever, man. whatever, baby. It's Teddy Williams. It's all teeth. You Must know? market you. a dentist. Wait, did you shout out the dentist by name? What up, Vinny Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Williams. What a fuck! That is a chill dentist name. Yeah, tough to be he, Vinny. He goes be. by Vincent, but Vinny I'm, Williams uh, sounds like a, with a jazz dentist. Vinny it's all Williams. about the teeth he doesn't pull out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> good, good tag for that bit. Absolutely. So maybe a red flag. Maybe it's just a little quirk. But I think I think we're in agreement. That's probably too much floss, and just try to get him down to one day. Think of all the money. Flossing twice a day. What is this? Fortnite circa 2014? <laughs> <laughs> or whenever the fuck flossing was popular. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Wait, I mean, they didn't say dental floss. Maybe they are just twice a day and they hit the little, the little shuffle real quick. That's, that's what you think it looks like? Listen, you can only see from like my shoulders up. Listener, that's I know true. how to floss. and just You can't. Oh, fuck it. Look at this shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, like Sonic the Hedgehog. The, the like slow, that? sensuous floss <laughs> with the crop top on? God damn. That's what it's all about. It is a little sexy with the crop top. 
Yeah. I just, I just made, it's 2023. We made flossing sexy. <laughs> What's up? Damn. <laughs> like, a, like a stripper, but they do the floss. You think a stripper ever did the floss dance? Absolutely. They had to have done that. Just for like the bit. Strippers yeah. circa 2016 hitting the floss dance. Every stripper I've ever known in my life has a great sense of humor. I've and like, encountered that, yeah. They're probably like, oh yeah, I'm going to floss and it's going to be great. Because like somebody's <laughs> going to get a boner while I do a meme dance. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. If you're a stripper listening to the show and you haven't done the floss dance, please do the floss dance. You will make in. us... The year of our Lord, very happy. Twenty twenty three. Hit it's the time. dab while you're at it. We're bringing it up. Yeah. Hit the fucking hit the dab. Fucking dab. Hit the 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 hit the whoa. I don't remember. Do the how whoa. That one do the, goes. Hit the gritty. Millie Rock. Do the grapevine. Do the mockery. Do the mashed potato. Yeah. Now do the twist. <laughs> I got I got somebody I work with, and every time I see her, like she. She just has this kind of nervous tick where she'll just dance a little bit sometimes when we're all standing around at work. Yeah. And every time she does it, I go, is that Millie rocking? <laughs> sorry for Millie rocking. <laughs> Not sorry for Millie rocking. <laughs> it's been doing the floss is like a throw. It is like a throwback. Now we've made it that we've made it that far. We're in the fucking the future. Oh, Audrey's hitting the Carlton. Stop that. <laughs> I love dancing on camera on an audio. <laughs> oh, look. Look at her. She's doing it. Oh, oh wow. Holy oh, fuck. Donovan just did a backflip. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, a, a perfect uh, running man. Isn't that a dance? Yeah, there we go. Audrey's doing the running man. You just running man with just your arms is the lamest shit in the world. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of its own kind of missing the key part of that. All right. How the fuck? Oh, because of the I've, floss thing. Yeah. It's the it's thank hard. you, Merritt, for joining us. Woo! Yeah, thanks for, for dance having me. Yeah. The the program. Woo! <laughs> Where can people find your stuff? What do you got plug to your plug? Shit. Yeah, what have I got? Um, you know, I'm I'm still on Twitter for the time being. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky. Um, I have a book coming Blue out, Sky. which is cool. Uh, that fuck yeah, it's coming out. I think in autumn i think uh i think it's going to press soon so it's called land party it's a coffee table book uh of photos of land parties from the mostly from the 2000s uh rules with the coolest fucking thing i've ever heard (laughs) i love that it's so fun it's just like god there's so many great photos in this book i just basically like you know source them from a, a bunch of people and Dug, dug a bunch up and um, wrote an intro essay for this and got some people to write some stuff for it. And um, it, there's some just wild, wild photos. You have um, the one where the dude's duct taped to the ceiling. In it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one, sadly, is not in there because... Too much of a meme, really. Uh, well, I think basically the guys who took that just sort of felt weird about how... Um, how widespread that photo had become. It's like when you do like a little bit with your friends when you're like 17 and then it just becomes like a huge thing on the internet and you're <laughs> yeah. like, ah, kind of, this was sort of just for us. And yeah, you know, I think the damn Daniel guy is probably like, the, yeah, the damn Daniel guy probably feels that way, but we've got, yeah, there's some just truly like, I feel like if you were there, these photos just transport you back so yeah. quickly. And if you weren't there, um, 
it's funny, like I've talked to like some people in their like early twenties who are like, damn, I was born in the wrong generation. And I'm like, <laughs> this is what you, this squalor is what you idolize, what you feel nostalgia for. I mean, I kind of get it. Cause like, I feel that way about like looking at photos of New York in like the seventies and eighties, but like, yeah. it's just like, theaters. huh? Porn theaters. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's in the same way as we're like, oh, wow. Imagine porn theaters in Times Square. These kids are like, wow. Imagine playing uh, Counter-Strike with like 20 bottles of balls just like stacked on the table. <laughs> and 50 of your stinkiest friends. Yeah. Crammed into someone's mom's basement and uh, using computers that are generating enough heat to just really blast the entire room. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's been a really fun project and it has been, uh, it's been a while. It's taken a while for it to sort of come together. A lot of moving parts, but it's finally happening. And uh, and yeah, if you, and if you want to hire me, uh, that would be cool too. (laughs) I'm looking for for a job uh, and uh, hopefully I'll I'll find something soon. I've been interviewing some places, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's me basically. Employ our friend Merit. Yes. I love to be employed. Uh, I mean, I don't, but it beats the alternative. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love not being unemployed. Love not. Yeah. yeah. I love being able to afford housing and food. (laughs) I bought food earlier and I'm stoked. I love food's great. Food is low key goaded when staying alive (laughs) is the vibe, you know? Food is goaded with sauces it's it is good with the sauce but not sexual style for me i know some people get down on that but um no, we really respect those people and we salute them yeah i'm yeah. not a real i'm not a real foodie salute them with pastrami sense. in our mouths um, yum, 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 yum. well thank you so much for coming i am going to buy your book that yeah, I, that's I've, so sick. I saw you tweet about this at some point, and I love that concept. And I, I want to see the land party, folks. And I feel like many of our listeners are similar. I feel like we got some land party energy on this program. And uh, uh, well, you know what else is great, Audrey? You know what else is great? What's that? Our uh, patrons. You know who you really heard. likes land parties? Our patrons. You know who really likes pa- land parties? Are yes, our patrons. Uh, and you heard from Donovan Wonker earlier. Great guy, by the way. Thanks so much for coming by the show. Love that guy. About our Patreon, where for $5 a month, you can get a bonus episode each week. Access to the Discord. We'll send you a sticker. But for $10 a month, you get all of that. And we will shout your name out in lights at the end of each main episode. Who are we starting with this week? We begin, as we do, with Brock. We're shouting out Anthony Limburg. We're going to shout out our beloved day one Barb. We're shouting out my own dad. We're shouting out daddy Dylan, who I don't have to put too much of his business on front street is recovering from a horrifying surgery. So let's put all of our love and energy to daddy. Send good energy, please. That shit sucks. We love you. We're shouting out Gigi. We're going to shout out Hoopstank. We're shouting out K friggin money. We're shouting out Malcriata. We're shouting out M to the C to the proletariat. We're shouting out, ooh, Mickey Flykick. Oh, we're shouting out Riley. From episode 105, The Yellow Rose of Toteland, we're going to shout out Ryan, Rich Homie Click Clack. We're shouting out Spreadable Fruit. We're shouting out so, so, so Super Deformed Form 4. Tweet, tweet, we're shouting out Tufted Titmouse. 
and also kind of a tweet tweet. Rochelle now ran. Kind of a tweet tweet. Kind of a bird. Kind of a bird. You are all the wind beneath our wings. Hell yeah. That's uh, right. We sincerely love you, but we also sincerely love everybody who listens to the program, everybody who tuned in uh, to hear from, from Merritt. And uh, thank you again to Merritt for joining us. And uh, I, I've kind of been up on this microphone the entire time because it's the handheld and I got to get pretty close to get good audio transfer. So what That's if I just right. get, what if I just get even closer and I say, I love you. Smokes. Wow. You're in Thanks. asthma territory now. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Oh, yeah.